big ratings noon to one every weekday afternoon. Huge ratings all weekend long doing now, overnights. Now, we have to uh, correct people out there probably thinking, wait, he just talked at Fleetwood Cadillac and Eldorado Cadillac. Did he say Rolls Royce? No. Rose, right? R O S E, like Royce. Kate Winslet's character, exactly. In Titanic, an, an Rose. incredible song. Yeah. And last night I was in that situation, as I was outside of St. John's Villa Academy for the victory. Congratulations! No, did all the people show up? Johnny Tobacco, oh, Scott Lebedo, Lou Gellarmino, all the rebels. They were all there. And let me tell you something: your interview with Eric Adams became the source of John Tobacco's presentation. Oh, yeah. He directed everybody. He said, look, 7.70 a.m., you got to listen all day, but especially in the morning to sit and the rip and read occurred at noon. He said he was magnificent because he boxed Eric Adams in. He used our successful lawsuit and said to the mayor, why would you continue to resist when these folks have gone to the, the wall and proved your contention? The right to shelter should only be for actual New Yorkers and not foreigners. Well, I appreciate John they Tobacco. Mentioned you and, they mentioned you at least no, four or five I, times. I, I, I love John Tobacco. He does listen every morning. He's a rabid listener, and he's a terrific guy. He's a great TV host at Newsmax. He's, he's a smart guy. But to be fair, while I appreciate uh, all the kudos, that specific question that I asked the mayor, and I did box him in, was asked earlier in the day by Nicole Maliotakis, Proud Staten Island Congresswoman. Yes, yes, she did. So she does deserve a lot of that credit, too. Definitely, but they listen to WABC every day. When I mentioned John Katzmatidis, he got actually the biggest round of applause. How about that? Because they understand to find out what's going on with the illegal alien invasion in our, our tri-state area. The only place you can find out anything is WABC. Well, well and that's because of you. Let's be honest. And, and the, the, the stuff you do with me every morning is a very high-rated segment. People love it. I get stopped every day. I love you and Curtis. You're ripping read every noon. You're the reason for that. Your deep dives, you and Nancy, all the great work you've done. So let me go back to that interview that John Tobacco brought it up, me and Eric Adams yesterday. 99% of the folks uh, said it was great. You asked all the right questions. There's always that 1%, oh, Sid, softball. If you thought that was a softball interview, you're a moron. I mean, the, me, the, the, the idea is not to disrespect the guy, beat the guy over the no, head, no, no. tell him he's got blood on his hands, he doesn't come back. That was a very hard-hitting interview. How did you think Eric Adams did? Let me, let me tell you something. You got on that fishing boat in Sheepshead Bay, right near Manhattan Beach. We'll get into that uh, in a moment. And you had your six-pack in your hand with your buddies, and you went deep-sea fishing, and you, you caught the big one. And the big one, would you would reel him in, and then you had to let him go out because you would lose him. Right. Because the mayor has his staff around him when he does these interviews, and they're pointing to their watch, you know, like seven minutes, ten minutes max. You were able to get out of him. A half hour of quality broadcast, you gave a little, you took. You gave a little, took. It, it's go. like kneading dough, you know. You were kneading the dough. There was no yeast in there so that he would explode and then say, Sid, I got to go and come up with a reason why he couldn't Which continue. Which happened to us once before, sure. me and Bernard. And, uh, he, he just ran off the phone. I wasn't going to let that happen. I want to bring him back. And then, like I said yesterday, we report, you decide. How do you think he did answering those questions? Uh, in many instances. And thank you, thank you. He was delusional, uh, you know, about shoplifting, about how the city's back, we're back, or oh, crime is down, what's wrong with you? Delusional. 
But you were so magnificent when you started to point him in the direction of how Staten Island was actually a beneficiary to him. He listened because he listens to you, Sid. He doesn't just spew out his talking points. He actually listens to you, the interviewer, which for politicians is rare. You had a conversation. And although you disagreed on a lot of things, it was very respectful. And you were able to pull out of him so much information that normally he would never leave out on the table. But that particular thing, which is the key to this battle, the right to shelter, and the fact that he would treat you as a peer, an equal, and have a conversation about that whole right to shelter and how you were coaxing him. Now, look, if Nicole, as great as she was in bringing that up, if she had a conversation, he would never go that way. No, he wouldn't. He went with you the whole nine yards. He pointed out how he couldn't sign on because he had a safe face. Because if he did it there, he would have to do it everywhere where the rebels are. But then again, he also pointed out, but there are some points in that decision which are very favorable to the city. And I have to have corporation counsel uh, examine it. That's why last night when we had our victory rally, there were less cops. There was more of a, a good feeling about what had happened in Staten Island. There's no doubt we're at a Mexican standoff. St. John Villa Academy is the Alamo. And by the way, an asylum seeker years ago, remember the Alamo, Santa Ana, General Santa Ana. Where did he seek asylum? Staten Island. That's true. That's where he invented the chiclets. But let me not digress. So the crowd was very respectful. And then at the very end, and this is what I got to find out. A helicopter, a police helicopter, came down and did what the ghetto bird does in the hood. It it brought itself down right to the treetops. I immediately did not condemn the NYPD because we had such good harmony. He said, that was uncalled for. Even my partner, Arnaldo Salinas, with me for 46 years, said that was uncalled for, that they would bring that bird down right above the treetops and just, like, hover there. And then they went off. Well, they had uh, the last couple of rallies, I believe, drones. on Staten Island had drones. Right. Right. No drones last time. But I still I want to find out what that was. I'm giving the police the benefit of the doubt that maybe it was like a flyover at the Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what I told the crowd. <laughs> no, no, maybe, no, no, no. Maybe the guy that actually flew the helicopter was a big fan of yours. Well, because Look, he's that's at, my guy Curtis. He's at Floyd Bennett Field, and he doesn't want the illegals <laughs> there. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But we are at a Mexican standoff on Staten Island. And let's face it, Staten Island has proven that uh, David can be Goliath and that you can stand up to City Hall. I agree. So that brings us to other parts where you've also shown your heroism. We love you in Queens. We love you in Brooklyn. We just do. Somebody asked me yesterday, I'm going to be honest, a friend of Eric Adams. And this person said to me, I heard the interview. You were very nice. Does this mean you're going to stop doing these silly rallies with Curtis? Swear to God. And I said, no, I'm going to do these rallies, especially because I am selfish, if it affects my neighborhood. I'm going to do these rallies. And I said, isn't it possible that I could be friendly with both guys? Yeah, well, give me an example. Last night after I finished the rally, I had my monthly uh, Ronald Reagan uh, Republican meeting in Staten Island at Osteria Santina. Great restaurant there on Jewett Avenue. You know, who was in there celebrating her birthday. Uh, the mayor's attache to Staten Island, Diane Savino, the former yeah, state senator, yeah, yeah. who it got very contentious with us. 
And I went over there, and I wished her a happy birthday. And she was surrounded by her family, and their backs were up. Because, oh, my God, this is crazy. No, this is, hey, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. You know, we have our differences, but life has to go on, especially in a place like Staten Island where everybody knows one another. So nobody expected me to do that. And she was appreciative. And she said, watch yourself, watch your step, watch your step. Because she knows I'm the leader of the rebels. You know, you can deal with politicians, you can deal with lawyers, but I'm like um, Giuseppe Garibaldi, <laughs> who also sought asylum in Staten Island and put together an Italian army and go back and unify the country. He was the professional rebel, and he had the guerrilla. Oh, my God, am I going to get Be thrown careful. off the air here? Make sure you say G-U-E, yes. not G-O-R. Guerrilla red shirts. <laughs> Where do you think I got some of my ideas from? <laughs> I'm sure. Guerrilla sure. red shirts. That's funny. That is uh, akin to oh, the Guardian look, on, Angels. On, on Tompkins Avenue, they have the place, the house that he was in uh, uh, as an asylum seeker before he went back to Italy, unified the country. And by the way. Uh, when we were losing the Civil War in the beginning, we're getting a butt kick, uh, a bull run one, bull run two. The Confederates were, like, almost ready to sack Washington, D.C. Abraham Lincoln reached out to Gallibaldi. He said, I need you as part of my Union command. He said, I'll come there if you put me completely in charge. <laughs> That's what Abe Lincoln said. I don't know about yeah. that. Well, that's funny. But that's how good he was. Yes. Well, that's how good you are. And I do want to move us back to Brooklyn because oh boy. you and I had a good conversation during that interview with Eric Adams. Not only did I play audio from the Cole Maliotakis, but during that same conversation about about the uh, the right to shelter, I brought up our friend Councilwoman Inna Vernikov. We like very much. We want her to win in November. And she's definitely afraid that these illegals are going to Manhattan Beach, one of the nicest parts in Brooklyn. Oh, Kingsborough God, Community College. Magnificent Manhattan Gorgeous. Beach. Gorgeous. You know that every single block in Manhattan Beach, it goes in alphabetical order. Yes. Eight, right. Like G they don't, let you, they don't right. let you park on the side streets, <laughs> even during beach season. They're like right? my neighborhood. Keep, exactly. them, keep right. those other people out of here. Right. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.